Hey girl, you trying to hit this? Ugh, you know exactly what I need. That's the beginning. Welcome back to Two Girls on Blunt. Welcome back. I am high as fuck off of a bong rip. How are you feeling? I'm not high enough, but if if I smoke on camera, then TikTok will ban us. So I'm yeah. not even going to risk it for the biscuit. I know. We have to stop smoking during the podcast. It, this, is what's, this is what sucks. We can slowly grow, which we don't want to do because we want it to be our like job. Like yeah. This is our job. So growth is important. Mm-hmm. And smoke on camera and do that, or we can not smoke on camera, get high before in between on breaks, you know? It's just annoying because once you get to a certain level on any platform, it almost doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. But to get there, you have to like kiss ass. And follow the I rules. I guess it's just like any other job. It's really annoying. I think <laughs> I, I we say this all the time, but like being a social media person, like doing that for your full-time income. It's a lot it's so much work and so much responsibility and it doesn't turn off. It never ends. Yeah. And you could always be doing more because somehow <laughs> there's some fucking robotic ass person out there with no mental health problems that's able to do it all. <laughs> or what if that is their mental health problem that they're like a workaholic and they're overextending themselves? I've definitely been that person. Me too. Cause then I've definitely been told or like asked like, how are you doing it all? I like, wish I was like, that don't person you need to now. sleep. Like, hey, you need to go home and like go to bed. And I'd be like, there's a mission to accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I feel like we're bringing it back to the basics. We're recording on Jamie's bed in Jamie's room. Jamie like fucking figured out garage band after it was fucking up. We set all the lights and shit up. The sun yeah. is helping us as extra lighting. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh natural, baby. It's all natural. We're taking it back from like this. We've had some changes happening. Yeah. That we've had to adapt, fi- adapt <laughs> quickly and with not a lot of resources. Yes. And so, yeah, that's why we're doing it in the room because we get the most natural sunlight. It's like floor to ceiling windows mm. on two walls because we're missing some cameras. Yeah. Or not cameras, lighting. Oh, like the true. plug for one of the lights. I think at this point we might be moving forward with a new team. I know, you know, changes are exciting. Yeah. Change doesn't have to be bad. It can be good for all parties. (laughs) So for right now, Emily and I are taking it back to the basics and we're going to be running the podcast and doing everything ourselves. So bear with us if you're, you're following us on social media, (laughs) if we can't get back to DMS or things like that, because a lot of you reach out to us and we love you so, 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 so much, but we're stoners and there's also so much stress happening, but but it's good. (laughs) It is good. We have a great community too. Like there was a time for some reason I kept uploading a file and it would switch it as I was uploading it. So I uploaded the same episode twice in a row. And some girl 20 minutes after I had uploaded it literally was like, hey, I think you guys uploaded the wrong one. And I was like, thank you so much for I like looking that. out for us. I really appreciate that. I love that. <laughs> so thank you for being our community. Yeah, I like that we're starting to build one. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing comments on TikTok like Jamie's Divergent. <laughs> and then there was another comment that we told them to say. Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. <laughs> I got called Sebastian like multiple times in comments. Good. And I saw someone comment like filthy stoner and something. And I was like, That's hell cute. yeah. A side note, I'm smoking vapes again. Well, 
again, as in like, I took a small time period off and I've still continued to do it. And I just feel like, I don't know if anyone, you know, feels me on this, but you know, when there's just like so much stress going on in your life and so much change and you're trying to keep up and it's like, go, go, go quitting something cold Turkey or just trying to like add a whole new habit into what is already chaos is very difficult. And so I keep telling myself like, all right, after this next hump, I'm going to quit. And then it's like, boom, something again. And I'm like, come on. If anyone has advice, (laughs) I need help. I was going to say, it's like having a baby. There's never a, there's never a good time to do it. All right. So we're going to read a DM. I thought this was so funny. Oh, from Mama Holly. That's a cute name. Yeah. Mama Holly on Instagram. Hey, I recently found your guys' podcast and I don't think I've laughed this hard or felt more confident mentally before finding you guys. One of the last ones I listened to, you guys mentioned, jokingly, paying for someone to get a two curls, one blunt tattoo. (laughs) And I just wanted to put it out there that I'm totally down for that. Sweating emoji, like heart face emoji. Oh, shit. I know it's a long shot and probably was supposed to be a joke. But if I don't take a chance and say something about it, I'll regret it. Love you guys, though. Thanks for distracting me from life's stresses. Oh, I'm so glad we can de-stress people while we. That's sweet. Bird and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> no. OK, so this is dope because especially it's like a callback from a previous episode. Can she like Holly, will you put it across your chest? Shut up. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. I know a girl who got the state of Massachusetts across her breast, like her upper boob. Yeah, it was huge. And it was all filled in black. <laughs> just Massachusetts. What yeah. is wrong with people? I literally don't know. I feel like if you're going to get a state, like get something that like looks like something else, like Florida. Wait, no, I'm thinking Italy. You want like, someone to get a state of Florida tattoo? That's better. <laughs> get a Florida tramp stamp. I'm getting a Massachusetts tramp stamp. So what do you mean you're getting a Massachusetts tramp stamp? You know what? I've, I'm going to go viral for the, I just have to do it. The sitco sign. And then I'm going to tattoo it as a tramp stamp and it's going to be Stop. great. And every time somebody's fucking me from behind, they're just going to see the sitco sign. Maybe they can make it. That's light history. Up. I like it. You don't. That's the trashiest thing I've ever fucking heard. And I I'm living for it. I'm living for it. Who's going to pay for her to get the sicko sign? Do we vlog it? I think so. I think we could get like a dispensary to sponsor it. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) If we ever have a weed like cannabis strain, one of them's going to be called sicko sign. Sicko sign or tramp stamp. Yeah, I like that. Okay, what strain would that be? Would it be, no, not strain. Like, would it be indica, sativa, hybrid? A sicko sign tramp stamp? Yo, it's a hybrid. Really? But it's like two completely opposing feelings, so you just are kind of fucked up. (laughs) I was thinking sativa, because you know how it's like a neon sign? I associate sativa with like light and brightness. Why am I thinking of like the sicko sign? I'm picturing like a girl from Weymouth. (laughs) I'm from fucking Quincy. I am from fucking fucking Quincy. Quincy. Fuck. Go ahead and get the fucking sicko sign, you fucking slut. (laughs) Okay, we digress. But Holly, we would love for you to get. Wait, we have to answer her. Actually, no. We have to keep this podcast rolling. I think we should get her a little two girls, one blunt. Maybe like 
Somewhere delicate, like on her ankle, so she can hide it if she wants behind her kneecap. No, you know? no, no, no. She has to get it on her finger here. Oh, her finger here. And so whenever she's passing a blunt, someone goes, "What's your tattoo stand for?" And she says, two girls, one blunt." The best motherfucking podcast around, around in the stoner universe. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> I like that. So we just have to find out if she's a righty or a lefty in whichever hand she passes I feel like I'm supposed to be close to you. (laughs) I don't know why, because I can't see where the camera is, and we have no one manning the camera. We're just using my cell phone, so if the quality is different, that's why. At least, like, the audio will be, like, perfect regardless, you know? True. We sound good. We sound good. We look good. We eat ass. We're not feeling good, but (laughs) we're here. And I'm how, sure a lot of you empathize with that or sympathize. Yeah. How have you been doing? Mental health check. <laughs> I don't think we have enough time to get into my mental health today. How are you doing? <laughs> I really just wanted you to ask me back. <laughs> no, uh, I, you know, I'm go- about to go to Boston for 10 days. So that will be the longest we've been apart in like two years. That's true. <laughs> Wait, no, except no. when I traveled last summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. since last summer. You were gone for like a month straight. I was. I was gone for like a month straight. That'll be interesting. That's the longest I've ever stayed with my boyfriend, I think. It's almost two weeks. Yeah. Let's, let's like hope a, I don't get sick of the motherfucker. It's like a taste of living together, like in the the ultimatum, how they had the couples live together for three weeks, you know? Yeah. I won't get sick of him. No, of course <laughs> no, not. No, he's great. <laughs> how could I get sick of someone who, Who's look, so great. who looks as good as he does, Oh, makes me breakfast? He does. And he just listens to me because I'm a talker. He's a good listener. Yeah. He's a good listener. And he puts me in check. Which I need. I need like a handler. <laughs> I need this. one of those like leash backpacks. Like somebody to just like drag you, me you need that when you're like drunk at the bars. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, like when we were at the wharf mm-hmm. and you would just run off and then like go like stand in front of a giant <laughs> fan and talk to random old men while your like skirts blowing up and you're like, hi. <laughs> that used to drive my friends crazy back when I drank more. Like I was a wanderer. I will just go and I won't tell anyone and I'm just gone. Same. And you better fucking hope my phone's on because <laughs> I, I think I'm like, I always, I'm like in my head. I'm always like, I got this, you know, like I am totally fully capable of taking care of myself. Oh yeah. And then I end up like in a bush throwing up or something like that's definitely happened to me in college where I'm like wandered off and I was like, didn't tell anyone I was leaving and I was too fucked up from a party and I was like, I can get home. <laughs> And then I fell and I tripped in front of these two guys. And then they were like, are you okay? And I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> and I just yelled at them. And then I ran home and cried. I've always been lucky though. Like that, like guys like check in on me when I wander and nobody's ever been creepy. We could have been like, kidnapped. or are you reading the situation wrong? No, they were so sweet. They like came up to me. They're like, do you want a water? And then they left. Oh yeah. There, there's men like that. I, apparently. I guess so. You know, I love when guys are like that. Actually, I was talking to my boyfriend. Sorry, I'm about to tell your story. Um, But he would say like in college that he had so many girlfriends because he was known as like the nice guy. And so like he wouldn't like he had so many girlfriends, but he wouldn't hook up with like all of them. (laughs) He'd hook up with some. Just 99% he'd hook up with. (laughs) 
I actually don't know how many people he no, hooked no, up with. No. And no, because like one day, like he like walked a girl home from like the bar and he was like trying to fuck and she like didn't do anything. And then I think they slept in the same bed, but like didn't touch. And then he like went home and later someone asked her like why. And she was like, well, I just felt safe with him. Which That's is so sweet. sweet. I I'm so glad he's that guy. That's sweet. You know, like that's so sweet, but it sucks that he didn't get his dick wet that night. <laughs> you know, but what? as a woman, we feel we like feel so happy when we can like have people men like that in our lives. Yeah. And yeah, maybe it means that you don't get like fucked, I guess. <laughs> but like, I don't know if you want to get fucked, just hit on them and be blatant. Be like, yo, mm-hmm. you're hot and I could eat your pussy so good. Yeah. What do you say? Let's what try do you this. Do? <laughs> and, you, and you just say that you just. Pose it to that girl if like that you're friends with. If you can tell there's kind of like chemistry. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I think dancing is a great way to test the chemistry. Oh, for sure. Like if you have chemistry with someone, if mm-hmm. you want to see if they're into you and like you're a good dancer, well, like this would take you being a good dancer or like being very confident. Like just move your body confidently and like flip the switch. Like you know when you're trying to be sexy or like turn someone on and like you're like, you know, I got it. Do that. And just test it out and then walk away. Do it very quickly, like a split second and see how they react. And then after you walk away, like start doing eye contact stuff. And then like maybe later you go up and you kind of like do it again. You test the waters with a friend. I think that would be great. Okay. (laughs) What we were talking about though is the dancing. Like go over to them to test a friend if you want to try to hook up with a friend. Mm -hmm. I have never wanted to hook up with my friends. Really? It was always my guy friends that I wanted to hook up with because I never wanted to just fuck someone random. I always wanted to fuck a guy I knew. Mm-hmm. Something about knowing them and like getting to know them and like me liking who they are as I get to know them like turns me on and makes me want to fuck them, especially if they don't try to fuck me. Yeah. Like any t- any guy who like didn't try to fuck me, I was like, come here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy it's, to get girls. I know. We're easy. And men. Well, we're not easy. But the, I think that Speak for it doesn't take much. Like if you know to do the right things and you're doing it in a genuine, non fucking manipulated, manipulative way. Yeah. Cause guys like use things that like girls like now to like manipulate them into thinking they're good guys, which is why like yeah. the whole nice guy title. I feel like we should give a different title to guys who are actually genuinely kind as opposed to being nice guys. I just say we. Those like guys, I feel like are genuinely good guys. Instead mm-hmm. of a nice guy, they're a good guy. They're a quality man. Yeah, quality, quality, quality man. Mm-hmm. A quality man, you know, <laughs> is respectful and everything, which we love. And you know what's so hard to find? Quality men. <laughs> quality people. Quality people. I feel like in fucking general, it's hard to find people who are gonna. Like even girls will leave you at a fucking bar or party if you're yeah. blackout and they won't give a fuck about you. No, I've had so many of those friends. I've encountered those friends and I've saved multiple girls from those friends. Me too. And I look at the friends who they surround themselves with and I'm like, why are you with people who aren't going to make sure you minimum get home safe? Like the bare minimum. Yeah, I know. I hate that. It's hard to like... I meet a lot of people, right? And they're cool people. When Mm -hmm. you get to know them, you meet them and you're like, they're cool. Like, I like who they are. Like, I want to be friends with them. And as you get to know them or if matters start to get like a little deeper, right? Like you're getting really close or Mm -hmm. you're tied in some way, then shit like gets a little uncomfortable. And that's when people, I feel like when they're kind of uh, 
I don't know. You get to find out who people are when they are challenged, when they are put in a position where like their emotions are an all time high or they feel like you've hurt them or like attacked them or you triggered them in some way. Mm -hmm. Like when they're pushed to that point, the who they really are, that front will go away. That mask will go away. I agree. <laughs> like traveling. Traveling when with they're, friends. When they're drunk. Like any type of under the influence. Even high. Like even stoners can reveal who they are. Or influencer world. Mm, Do you know how many friends oh. when like I've gone with groups of people and like I love everyone. I just I didn't know that this is what influencer world was like. But it's every man for themselves of who can get into the section of the famous person. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or like who can like hang out with the famous person or whatever. And it's very like exclusive. And so it's like, it's not very open arms. No, you know, and it's not like, Oh, my friend can't get in. I'm not going to go. Do you know? Yeah. I feel like that's a, I would want like a friend like that or to be a friend like that. But also I'd be like, well, if I can't get in, then at least like let them get in, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, that's different if you guys are talking about it as a friend group. Like, there'd be no point in time where all of a sudden you'd see me in, a like, a section without you. <laughs> no. Do you know what I'm saying? And you're just in GA trying to find a get it, like, get in. No, or if we were in this section without the other person, we'd be trying to sneak them in under the fence. And if that didn't work, well, like, we'd yeah. leave. No, like, and, like, <laughs> everyone was definitely trying to get me in. But, like, also at the same time, like, you're trying to, like... You're trying to talk to people, yeah. you know, like, so I, I, so I'm not mad and I don't necessarily think it's like a bad thing. Right. But then you like, I know that you and I would never be in that situation, mm -hmm. but that's because we communicate. We talk about that and we'd both be like, Hey, whatever. But then there's some people that aren't, I don't know. Now influencer world is literally a whole different breed. It's wild. Everybody like says they're your friend, but it's really like they're your acquaintance. You know? Yeah. And you just have to realize that not everybody's going to fight for you the way you would want to be yeah. fought for. That's true. But then you like get to know people more and you find your friends. It also takes time. You have to build relationships with people and really like make those secure like communication styles and figure everything out. And then, you know, a couple of years and maybe then they will fight for you and yeah. you'll fight for them because you're at that level. It's so true though. But it's like that time you are. You were at a party and you ended up accidentally taking ketamine. Nobody at the party helped you. You called me and Literally. I could I could hear how fucked up you were. Like it and was beyond I fucked was. up. Yeah. And the fact that people could like see that and not even try to help you. When I came to pick you up at fucking 3 a.m. Oh, sorry. On the corner of the street, you were alone. And I was like, who the fuck let you out of the house like this? Like, why did they like, allow that to my happen? words? I like, couldn't walk. Like, I mean, yeah. So the ketamine, like, I wish somebody came and grabbed me. Like, well, so Aaron did help me. So, okay. What acts? I used to do drugs. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, no, I used to, I like dabbled for like, I would say six months doing cocaine and I was just in a very low point in my life. <laughs> and I don't condone it. I haven't done it since like that. So, but I thought it was cocaine and it was ketamine. <laughs> Wee! Wee! And I didn't realize it until all of a sudden someone comes over and I'm like this on the couch. 
And that shit a and horse I'm, tranquilizer. And I'm literally like, and I'm literally like, oh my god, what's happening to me? I can't feel my body. And Aaron's like, yo, you don't look so good. And I'm like, what did I take? And he goes, I was like, I I just took like did some coke, and I don't know what's happening. And he was like, oh fuck. And then he go, the guy turned to me who gave it to me. He goes, oh, you thought that was coke? It was ketamine. And what? I was like, what the fuck? And so I ran to the bathroom. Well, by running, I mean like <laughs> moved in slow motion. And tried to like throw up. And then someone else came to help me in the bathroom. And then she was like, I have to go upstairs. And like, I'll, I gotta go. And so I was like, cool. So I was left in the bathroom alone again. <laughs> Went outside and threw up. And then I w- called Emily 50 times to come pick me up. I'm just trying to like, what is the point of ketamine? It's a sedative. It's like Xanax. Like, why do you, I guess you just feel loopy. It's like being drunk. So I can understand the appeal. Well, it's not even that. It's way, I feel like for me, it shuts me down completely. Like someone I know used to do ketamine all the time because he had like social anxiety. And so ketamine helped him not have social anxiety and chill. Ketamine also, they do treatments now for depression and anxiety and bipolar and all of those different things. You can go get ketamine treatments and a ketamine fucking treatment facility and it would help you. I want to do that. Do they do like treatments for PTSD and all shit with ketamine? They also do it with Molly. Oh yeah, that would be my shit. I'd be like, sign me up for some MDMA, baby. Right? <laughs> that just sounds like fun. And then you have a therapist like talk you through what you're feeling and how you're processing it. That sounds fucking dope. I would love to have get shrooms, go on a trip, and then talk to a therapist. Can we start doing shrooms? Like we keep saying we're gonna like microdose shrooms. We just have and to find a, like a solid plug. I, whatever you guys did on the boat. Oh yeah. Let's get that plug. Oh yeah. Because you just microdosed and you felt great. Yeah, it was fun. Was it was it like the Cancun trip when we microdosed? No, because I was like not tripping, but I was fucked up in Cancun. That shit was. Those gummies were so good. Okay. Jamie. What's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated? We took a turn. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Can you warn me next time? No, you just got to come off the cuff. I know. Emily like wrote out these episodes. So I'm just, I don't even know what's just coming. along for the ride. I'm along for the ride. <laughs> the weirdest place I masturbated. Fuck. I'll give you a sec, you know. Okay. So I'm thinking I've definitely, I'm just going to start listing places I've masturbated. <laughs> How about that? I have used my vibrator in my car. So I've like used to put my vibrator in my glove box and I would masturbate the fuck every day out of myself on the way to work. I would masturbate on the way to work and it was so good. And I would put, dude, I would get into it. Sometimes I would porn on my dashboard and I would just be like driving because I'd have to like hear the sounds to like get me in the mood. I Imagine don't know. somebody just like looking over in traffic and you're I, just like drilling I, away. I, yeah. And you're like, oh, and they're like, and you're at a red light and you're like, I'm sorry. What if you make like that O face and then you turn and make eye contact with somebody? Like I would never be the same. It's like violating. It's violating. <laughs> I mean, where else have I masturbated? Places I shouldn't have, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't get in the mood. Sometimes you really get in the mood and you're just like, fuck, I don't have a vibrator with no, me. Like I'm in a long distance relationship. So like I literally haven't even really masturbated. I masturbated once since the last time I was there. It was like a week ago, but that's not a lot to masturbate. I used to masturbate a lot, mm-hmm. but it was always in bed, in my car, in another person's bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mutual masturbation wait, is very fun. Wait, actually, no. I've masturbated on a plane. I've masturbated because something of only oh, fans I have content. Too. We've masturbated in the bathroom on a plane. And then I've masturbated 
Definitely in like multiple bathrooms and like bedrooms, like other people's places. Yeah. Um, I literally think on like in a hallway, on a couch, <laughs> just like random places. Yeah. It's also hard. Like this is like our job. So what about pre this being a job? Well, I'm trying to think of something exciting. I fucked in a igloo that I built once. But masturbated. <laughs> yeah. Is masturbating just yourself? Like you're just doing it to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be. You don't have to be alone to masturbate. No, I've masturbated with people. Yeah, for sure. What about you? <laughs> I think under a bridge in East Boston, next to Saint Arpios, by yourself. Yeah. Why? You know, I just bought a vibrator, and I was so like, you were in your car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the car is just like a great place to go and hide, and you know. But then you always hear of like you know how like in movies, it's always like a random dude in his car jerking off, and like the police catch him or someone catches him. And I know. Like, I was go so away, scared. I'm literally like, just the, would I be a sex offender? I think so. I, if I got caught masturbating in my car, like I'm just driving on fucking 93, and I'm like, and the police lights go up, and I'm like, shit, I'm not done yet. The <laughs> yeah, you have to let me keep going. Like at least let me finish. Yeah. Damn it. That's the worst when it gets interrupted. Cause then I'm just, I'm like a fiend. I'm like a vampire who just smells blood. And I'm like, I have to, I have to keep going. Sometimes I just like letting it build up. And then I'm like, eh, I don't want to come. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I like can't come though. And so I'm just at this point where my body's like, won't get it. And I just, and so that like horniness, that whatever feeling is just stuck there and I, I need it to go away. And I can't get it to go away. And then sometimes I use the magic wand full speed and it takes like 10 seconds and then it's gone. And then I'm like, finally, I can just fucking be normal again. <laughs> I'm not taken over by like the fucking hormone monster. Oh my gosh. Oh, so yesterday was 420. This episode is coming out a week after. This is our one year anniversary was yesterday. Holy shit. Our one year podcast anniversary, guys. That's right. We've survived. We made it. It's kind of like a business when they say like most businesses die in the first year. Yeah. Most podcasts go to die in the first year. Yeah. And you know what? We're not in the graveyard yet, bitch. We're not. We're rising to the heavens. <laughs> Just like an orgasm. And you said that it like. What did I say? Something about 40 episodes or something. Oh, yeah. I, I read like an article when we were first starting out and it was like podcasts don't have legitimacy until they are like 40 episodes in. And I was like, well, we're 40 episodes in motherfuckers. I know. So this will be episode 42. We're here to stay. And we did take some time off in between that. So obviously it's not 52. No, that's ten, okay. Ten we're weeks. only 10 behind. That's not bad. We took a break. Honestly, we've been thinking about how we're going to do a break for the podcast. Yeah. Cause you like, it's so time demanding unless we spent like a month and pre-recorded all the episodes mm -hmm. and then didn't have to like record, which would, you know, definitely, hopefully we can like do more LA in the studio. I know everybody's been reaching out about Tyrese's episodes, seeing they I love know. it. We're going to have Tyrese on again. Absolutely. But like, maybe we could just bang out four episodes next time we go to LA and be, I think I want to bang out like eight. That'd be so nice. Two a day. Every day we're there. <laughs> boom, boom, so boom. Nice. We're, we are going to L.A. as well for the Hayes Cup. So that's going to be on May 20, 21st, mm -hmm. Saturday, May 21st, the Hayes Cup. So go to Hayes Radio 
uh, network.com and I believe you can buy tickets there. Yeah, it'd be dope if we meet you guys. Yeah, so That'd if you want to meet us, cool. we're going to be there. We're going to be repping two girls, one blunt. Fuck we're yeah. going to be smoking a bunch of weed. Last time, there were fucking weed wrestlers. There was a bud tender with dabs. You could roll your yeah. own blunts. There was just pounds of weed everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like tables. Like you could do anything. Take everything. You get a goodie bag. So, you know. I was high as fuck. I was also high as fuck. And then we got French I did a toast. comedy show. You high did do a fuck. comedy show. I walked up in front of the audience and I was smoking a blunt and I was doing comedy and I was like, this is the fucking best day ever. <laughs> I just want to be high and making people laugh. I don't think I did that good though, but it's fine. It was a weird room. It was, you know, I don't think it was the place to do comedy. I don't think so. Yeah. Or the, the crowd. Yeah. But, there's always next time. Always next time. And, you know, speaking of 420, we did the 420 Olympics with Tori 212 Green, who yes. our last episode was with. That is now out on YouTube. So if you want to see how Two Girls, One Blunt did, One Blunt. We'll pod. add the link to our bios so that you can find that event there. It is on the YouTube channel Made by Dime Piece by Tori Green. So make sure you check it out. Yeah, make sure you check it out. And then eventually we're going to have it on Hayes, or not Hayes Radio, but... A special, a special A special place. <laughs> it, we'll put it on OnlyFans. We'll put it also on our own YouTube channel after this one kind of gets marketed and advertised yep. first. <laughs> but it was super dope. There were some great funny moments. We were very high. I was so high, I didn't even realize Jamie was crossfaded. If so, that just like goes oh my to God. show you how fucked up we both were. There's a scene where I'm literally on the ground and I'm like, I'm so fucked up. But yeah, make sure you check that out when it comes out. We'll link it down below. It was a great time. We're going to do more of those. And yeah. Also, we would love to get connected with other stoner podcasts, stoner influencers or comedy. So if you have like a favorite influencer or person, public figure or podcast that you would like to see us collab with, comment them on like one of our latest videos, be like collab with this person or DM us yeah. and send us their profile. Cause we'll reach out. We're looking to do more collaborations, especially and with people you want to hear about. Exactly. So, or if you have somebody that you think would be a great guest, mm -hmm. let us know, especially if they're in LA yeah. L.A. would be easier. That'd be prime. L.A. or Miami. But if not, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. But I'm trying not to travel more, oh. you know. But, oh, my God. We've been talking a lot about influencer world, so I might as well just get into, like, Instagram. But mm -hmm. also, like, our age. Because <laughs> I feel like now I'm at the age where I am getting older and the social media, like, what's cool and what's not and what the younger generation likes is just so different that I don't... and. I'm still in this world and this bubble. And I'm like, I am the person I used to make fun of when I was a kid. I know. I feel old. And you're not even old. You're 23, 24, 23, 23. I, that's so young, Emily. <laughs> you're so young. I forget how young you are. I'm a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. <laughs> you know, but someone made a TikTok and they were like, the younger generation is starting to be like, ew, you still use Instagram? Like, as if it's, like, not cool at all. Which I, like, the, someone even called it Instagram. <laughs> They're like, you use Instagram? Oh, my gosh. That's such a, like, I'm a young kid. Which I hate I'm Instagram. 
I don't like Instagram either. Nobody likes Instagram, but it's a reality of the world we live in. Your Instagram is your resume. And regardless of TikTok, you still need Instagram if you want to be a social media influencer. Yep. Unfortunately, and I hate Instagram so much, but we have to build it. And I hate all the rules. I literally am so over social media. I literally just want to end it all. My life. (laughs) But it's my job. It's my job. And we're stuck in it because you know why? Because I put so much shit on the Internet (laughs) that I can never get a real job. Yeah. Basically, I forced myself into this and now there's no going back. (laughs) Honestly, you could go back, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Look at all of the stats that you'd be able to show somebody if you want to go into marketing Mm. and be a marketing director. That's very true. I don't know. Marketing companies are a little bit more progressive, I feel like. So they'd be like, oh. A marketing director that was once a sex worker? Cool. I've also seen like a lot of content creators on TikTok, like build their audience and then go on to be other brands, content like curators, and they post for the brands because mm-hmm. you've proved yourself by building your own shit and then you take it to another mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of ways that if you did want to try to be an influencer that you could use those skills in the real world and take it into what you're doing. Just like I'm using my previous jobs in this job. Mm-hmm. And so are you when we have to look up like legal documents and, and stuff. when I kick ass, stuff, I don't really kick much anymore. Would you beat someone up for me? I mean, if I really had to, but honestly, I think that I would get my ass beat. You think you would, you literally own a, almost owned a karate school and you have, you're a second degree black belt. I know, but now I'm like three years out of practice and I was never able to make a fist and I just feel like the odds are stacked against me. <laughs> Wait, so could you actually hurt someone if you punched them? I gave somebody a black eye by punching them, but I also broke a finger at the same time. So it's like, you know, she's you, such a baby. You, you win you're some, you lose pussy. Them. But I punched him. I went right at him. I gave no, him no you warning. Got it. That's socket to him. Was that a punch? I, I no, can't no. Was that a, is that how you punch? That's a haymaker, actually. Yeah, that's a punch. I was like, uh, what is that? A haymaker? <sighs> yeah, are it you, looks really <sighs> stupid. <sighs> <laughs> See, elbows are good. Elbows are real good. Elbows are elbows really scare good. me. I used to be called shin kicker, and I'll also be called el- elbow hitter. Elbows can literally like slice your face. Like you could cut yourself with somebody's elbow. Oh, I didn't. I just got a picture and I hate blood. Yeah. I hate gory stuff. Should we go to UFC fights? If you want to find a man, I will be your wingman and I will watch men fight. I just can't handle cauliflower ear. And I think but you love fighters. I do, but not fighters who are that type of fighter where it's so bad. They get cauliflower ear. Like, I want you to be a good fighter. Never get cauliflower ear. Yeah. Would you ever fuck our fighter friend? Yeah. Bleep that. <laughs> Just his name. No. <clears throat> no, it's not. He's a little slow for me. He's just like a little. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of the fighters I've him. met are slow. Yeah. Well, Dude, do you get hit so many fucking times. hit in the head? See, that's what I'm saying. You have to find a smart fighter who never got hit because otherwise. Are you a smart fighter who never got hit? That's why you're so smart. Because I don't fight. <laughs> You know, you know your place. I'm like, stop. I don't want to fight. I'm just a baby. Leave me alone. How does that work? I don't know. But I, my job used to have me teach kids. They'd be like, all right, you have to stand still. Put your hands out and be like, stop. I don't want to fight. And I was like, this is going to get our kids fucking bullied in the playground. Imagine you walk up to a kid and he's like, stop. I don't want to fight. I'd be like, yeah, stupid bitch. I'm going to smack you down. 
And this is like adult me talking. Like I would hit a kid who talked like that. You're like, you just are watching a, like a fight about to happen from afar. And the kid's like, stop, I don't want to fight. And you're like, got to do it. Got to teach him a lesson. And you just go over and you haymaker him. I think that would be great. It would definitely teach the child a lesson. A good one? I don't think so. (laughs) Honestly, I think getting bullied builds character. It does. It builds character. I got bullied. You, I don't know if you got bullied. I did get bullied. Some people listening got bullied. And you know what? Think of like how much you had to adapt and grow and like learn to not give a fuck. You had to be broken to come out a lion. (laughs) Or is that like... Is are we boomers now talking about how like younger kids now like think we're old because we use Instagram and we're like beat the kids up, fuck them up. Yeah, is that like a boomer mindset? Like, are we the boomers of our generation oh. where we're like we have to cause them pain and tear them down? Like, fuck, that sounds like our parents. Fuck, you just you just <sighs> called us out. I wasn't ready for that. Time to go. Back I was to talking about hitting kids. <laughs> I was also talking about hitting kids. Oh All right. man. What reason would you have? Would you ever hit a kid? And if so, for what reason? Like, I'm talking about a random kid on the street. No, like, <laughs> what would they have to do for you to hit them? Uh, this is so hard. What if he was, like, evil and he was overtaken by a demon and I had to take him? I had to take him out. I was thinking more like, you know, like he was being a, a dick. I'd feel like I'd give a kid a little smack. Whenever I wouldn't give a kid a smack, but if I saw another kid like bullying or beating up a kid, I would absolutely like grab them by their fucking the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like hold them and I'd be like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to go home and I'm going to fuck your dad or like some shit. I'm going to, my mom, what my mom did, I think I told this story on another podcast episode, but I got in trouble at school with, because of this girl and my mom went to their house and she, the little girl answered. She goes, can you go get your mom? And the mom comes out and then my mom looks at the little girl and she goes, if you ever go near my fucking daughter, I will break your fucking mom's legs in front of you. You know what? And, and I, I like would, it. And I would do that too. So like I would just I would scare him to make him never want to beat another kid up. Like Some, it's a lesson. Okay. I was the karma and I was the wrong person to do that in front of. Yeah. But so, would I hit a kid and hurt a child? No. I don't know. Sometimes I see I was kids ab- out I on was the street. Abused. Were you ever hit as a kid? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I forgot for a second. Maybe the silence speaks volumes. <laughs> you, you just looked at me and you're like, really. <laughs> Like how many times have we talked about this? And that's your trauma. So you want to abuse children. I do. (laughs) I do. And sometimes I see kids misbehaving in the store and I literally look at them and I glare at them. I'm like, what are you? And I've definitely called kids out. I'm like, no, sit down. And sometimes kids listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I just want to like, if I were a parent, I would want some random stranger to like discipline my kid in the store. You. Would you want a random stranger to discipline your kid in stores? If my kid was being a dumbass, tell him he's being a dumbass. Yeah. Like if he's climbing on a shelf and shit, I've told kids to get down. Like that's what I mean by discipline. I mean, it's someone else's kid. I'm literally, I walk right on by and I'm like, I don't have kids. <laughs> not my, not my chair, not, not my, my circus, problem. not my monkeys. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Not my chair, not my problem. I miss when I had never seen that. Like, do you ever want to consume media as for the you first time again? The first time, yes, yeah. yes. What was something that you wish you could consume for the first time? 
I would definitely say Bert Kreischner, like the story he tells about him going to Russia and like being on the train and like meeting up with the Russian mafia. Like I died the first time I heard that. I just want to be able to experience that joy again. Is that on the um, the machine? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. You always make me watch that. You're like, well, you have to watch the <laughs> Russian story. You have to watch the Russian story. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> it was just so funny. <laughs> What about We've, you? You've made like four people I've brought over. Like my brother, I think Chris, <laughs> watched the Russian story. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to keep doing it until every single fucking person I know has seen that story. Hey, good marketing. That's what a real audience does. And you know what? I'm just creating brand awareness for Bert Kreischer. So one day he hires me as a professional laugher at his shows and I just get flown out. And then I do that for a- all of the comedians in all circles. Yes. So Emily has this <laughs> laugh and I, you definitely heard it on the podcast, <laughs> but when I say that shit echoes throughout an entire <laughs> room, like, so if it's a comedy show and like, say you're getting the best laugh, right? Everyone's laughing loud. You will still be able to hear em- Emily's cackle in the back. <laughs> Scientists have actually studied my laugh yeah. to see how they can make like bombs louder. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> But we were at a comedy show and a comedian came up to her and was like, I would literally pay you to come to every one of my shows because you laughed at every part I'd want someone to laugh at. And you also were the loudest and you laughed the whole time. And people just laugh at Emily's laugh. It's (laughs) contagious. So they're laughing because like Emily, it will go silent. And Emily's like, "Ah!" (laughs) and she's like just getting something or she's still laughing about it. And so then people keep laughing and then it gives something the like the comic to play off of, you know? So this is my pitch to any comedian anywhere in the world. All you have to do is fly me out and pay for my hotel and food. That's it. And weed. I think you're forgetting the fact that comedians are poor. Yeah, no, they totally are. But you know, there's, there's some that aren't some, some, yeah, like the the 2%? big ones. Yeah, the big ones. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely not a poor comedian. <laughs> That's true. Either are you. You're a baby comedian. You're you're still in your cocoon. I'm a cocoon. But we're gonna get you to an open mic. We are. We're still we're still working on it, guys. But I'm gonna be gone, so I can't force her. I know. I have to find an open mic. Yeah, you do. And you've already wrote jokes. What did you write them about? You'll have to find out. No, it's say what's a joke <laughs> about? What's a topic? You know, there's some about like my dad. <laughs> oh god um i think i wrote one i don't know i'd have to look did cut you this did you get inspired no you don't have to cut it oh did you get inspired by like any comedian for like how you were gonna write like did you ever write out anyone's jokes to like see set up or you just kind of like no went with it? you did told me you did tell me to do that but no i didn't do that i just i was inspired by listening to comedians jokes and i was like oh well how can I do that? Not like steal their joke, but like the setup. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And then you make it your own style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You never want the same fucking tone exactly how they say something. You know no. what I mean? But like just hearing me like, oh, he said blah, blah, blah. Act out something. Exactly. And then I said complete opposite or whatever. And then they said, and then you have a punchline or whatever. Or even, you know how like word association, like one person would say a word and the other person could it's the same word, but it's totally different than what you would think. So yeah. just like their joke made me think of something that made yes. me think of a joke I could write. Yes, that happens to me all the time when I watch comedy. That's yeah. why I love going to comedy shows. When I'm at comedy shows, that's when I want to write the most and I can't even be on my phone. It sucks. I know. 
a lot of comedians now are like, because so many are doing like Netflix specials or YouTube specials, they all make you like cover your phone up or like put it in pouches. And I'm just like, fuck, what if I want to take notes? Like you guys are so good. I just want to be good. It'll it'll literally inspire a full joke. And I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Or if I'm thinking about like how I could have said something for a joke I already had and it like clicks and I'm like, oh my God, that's it. I want to write that down. Because I'm just like in that flow state listening to comedy and laughing. You know what I mean? Maybe we just have to like blues clues it and bring a notebook with us everywhere we go. We need one of those mini comedy notebooks. Yeah. Old school it. Yeah. And then we can also we write can do down our, our list of people we fucked. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to we could go into Stony Baloney. For sure. Should we can grab I, the game? Yeah. Can I make one request for the audience? Before we get into Stony Baloney, I'm kind of feeling bold and I kind of feel like we should give advice to some of you guys. So if you have any situations that you want to hear us talk about or give advice on or honestly just talk shit about the people in your life, we are so down to do all of that. Yeah. Let's talk shit about your people that you don't like. (laughs) That's great because then... You know, I feel like that's therapy for me. Yeah. Give us a little backstory. We will talk shit for hours. Yeah. We'll talk (laughs) shit about that. Whatever the situation is. We got you. But yeah, that's it. And leave us a five star review if you can. I'm going to go get the game. Yep. All right. That's all we're talking about today. It's been a long time. We've been recording. So you know what is next? What's next? Stony fucking baloney. Filthy fucking stoners all right emily just took her bong rip i've already been like i'm feeling good (laughs) so should we grab like let's grab like 10 cards each and then we answer the question card and then you guys can vote and let us know which one wins all right so we basically have and think of cards against humanity for weed so the first card i enjoy getting high and blank High and high. (laughs) Okay. All right. Mine's, I enjoy getting high and masturbating into an apple pie. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! I feel like that's a recipe for a yeast infection. Oh, ew. Don't you think? All that sugar, right? I'm not going to touch my vagina. I guess I'd have to like... You'd have have to to hump it. I'd have to hump the pie. Oh. 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 I'm allergic to apples. Yeah, you're I fucked. Would, I would break out on my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, okay. what's yours? I enjoy getting high and admitting my shortcomings to complete strangers. <laughs> you do that. You definitely do that. I feel you? like I just overshare. Me too. I'll just tell my stories, you know? Yeah. All right, next question. Take a card. Take a card. I found blank under the couch. I found Santa smoking like a chimney under the couch. How do he fit? I don't know. It was like the couch was on top of him, you know? He was kind of the floor. He's like army crawling under it. Wait, what is he doing? Like his belly is holding the couch up. And it's he's basically smoking. what I'm picturing. Yeah. Oh. He was just hiding. You're like, what are you doing under there? And he's like, I'm just hiding. And he's just puffing away. It's like when you're playing hide or seek with a kid and you're like, oh, where is Jamie? And you can fucking see the kid because they're padded hiding. Literally. Okay. I found a midget fucking Mr. Potato Head under the couch. (laughs) Poor Mr. Potato Head. I know. Is that? That's not consensual. I used to love that. Uh, and Mrs. Potato. Oh no! I meant Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, not non-consensual sex. 
I'm just kidding. Blank. We'll start World War Three. Oh. Do you have difficulty saying World War? World World War. I feel world like I war. always like stutter. And I'm like, World War. World War. Blank. We'll start World War Three. <laughs> Would you say? Okay. Giving my credit card info to that friendly Nigerian prince will start World War Three. <laughs> Damn, you must have a big credit card limit. You know, I just America against Nigeria, I guess. <clears throat> I feel like that would end very badly for America. We're fucked. Well, those that Discover card, it's really I, dude, I'm so <laughs> stupid today. I think I'm like we should have just done a two week break and been like, "Hey. Hey, we It's need, not too late. It's not too late. We're not doing okay and okay. we're trying to we have we have to record, you know what I mean? Like we have to be consistent. You know what, guys? And then we're showing up and our brains are like Yeah, this is like the real thing. Sometimes the episodes don't come out great and we're just like, "Fuck." Maybe someone will like this. I hope so. I hope you guys like it. All right. Human interaction will start World War 3. <laughs> Oh, you win. I didn't know we were competing. Dare! No. Oh. Okay. Studies show that college students prefer blank over group projects. Oh. oh. <laughs> Mine's just real. But, so is uh, mine. Okay. It's not funny. Studies show that college students prefer sharing a spliff over group projects. You know Hell what? yeah. Who doesn't? Okay, mine was like real, real. Okay. <laughs> Studies show that college students prefer justifying racism over group projects. If you've never seen the Black Menaces on TikTok, they're a group at Brigham Young University, which is like the fucking Mormon school. And I think like 85% white. Mm-hmm. And they go Wait, around. Is that the one where they asked, like, should gay people be allowed on campus? Yes. And the girl was like, hmm, that's a difficult question. <laughs> One of them, one of them was like, should black people get reparations? And they were like, hmm, I haven't done enough research on this. And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, that is scary. That's terrifying. And that's just like a microcosm. Imagine how many other predominantly white institutes are just oh as bad, God. if not worse than BYU. Oh, God. Have my nipples been out this whole time? Ah, uh, shit. We don't have a nipple checker anymore. We don't have a nipple checker. Fuck. Because they just pop out randomly. They really do. Okay. Birth control may cause some serious side effects, such as nausea, hair loss, and... Okay, mine's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I get, Well, maybe. All right, you go. Birth control may cause some serious side effects, such as nausea, hair loss, and that sticky, icky, icky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to call cum. I'm going to be fucking my boyfriend and be like, give me that sticky, icky, icky, icky. <laughs> I'm going to use that for next time I have sex. Oh, I'm like, wipe up that sticky, icky, icky, icky off my stomach. I like making jokes during sex. Oh, it's I make, fun. I make, that's all I do. It's fun. I love cracking jokes during sex. Sometimes it gets too intense and then you like your brain doesn't even think enough to like be able to do that. I feel like it's because women bond over sex. So I, my feelings grow stronger every time I have sex. Yeah, I am. Con- I am constantly growing. Like, it's not the same of me liking somebody. It's oh, like it's usually always getting stronger. And, then, and so the joke comes in and I'm like, break the tension, cut the love cord. 
So that's you putting a distance between the intimacy. Because I'm like, oh, I'm awkward. And well, no, not always. I don't think always. I don't want to put a distance. But I immediately, when I start realizing that I'm like vulnerable, then I start cracking jokes because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's not a bad thing. It's like you know whenever I, mean? I find out somebody's dead, I just start making jokes pretty much immediately. Plus, I like someone I can joke with. If, yeah. I, if I cracked a joke during sex and you were like, that's weird, I'd literally never see you again. Because I'd be like, you're weird. What are you doing? I'm very itchy. I got like really itchy. Yeah. I feel like I have ringworm. I'm over here and she's like. (laughs) Scratching my crotch. (laughs) Okay. So I did. Birth control may cause some serious side effects such as nausea, hair loss, and sometimes child support payments. Sometimes it does cause child support payments. (laughs) Because you didn't mean to get pregnant and then you did with the wrong person. (sighs) Sometimes they don't. Pay child support. <laughs> yeah, my dad didn't. Neither did my mom. Yep. 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 She told me I could get the sack free if I was cool with blank. What's, What's the, the sack? sack? Like hacky sack? Why do or we... like his dick? Or maybe his dick? Let's Urban Dictionary sack. <laughs> the sack? You're on Urban. You went right to it. Okay. The sack. She told me I could get the sack free if I was cool with. Oh, bed. <sighs> okay. So like get. Go to. They. Yeah, have sex for free. Is she a prostitute? She like normally charges for sex. I'm all for it. Okay. (laughs) I got mine. She told me I could get the sack free. She told me I could get the sack free if I was cool with lighting my pants on fire. That's something I would say to a man. Oh, you want to fuck? Light your pants on fire. Do it right now, you pussy. Yeah, kiss your best friend. You guys can kiss. I'll fuck both of you right after. We can have a threesome. Kiss. Now kiss. Now kiss. And then we can do, what is it? We can go to Paris. Yeah. And then you make them make out and light their pants on fire and you run away. (laughs) Okay. She told me I could get the sack free if I was cool with cotton mouth herpes. What is it? We'll just say next. (laughs) Okay. Weed gives me wings. Okay. All of my cards suck. I know. Weed gives me IRS audits. Huh. It's our business. Don't even manifest that. That's so true. <laughs> We're going to pick a new one because that was not the answer. <laughs> the answer was weed, weed related me- issues. <laughs> weed gives me weed related issues. It really does. <laughs> you know what? All of my cards suck. So weed gives me cut up Xanax. That makes no sense. Emily. Makes no sense. But none of my Here. cards do. You're just giving me 50 cards. <laughs> We just pick the best ones. Oh, we'll do three more. The G spot is located right behind blank. Oh, all right. The G spot is located right behind drug dealers who accept Venmo, Cash cash App, and Zelle. True. (laughs) True. But if you are a drug dealer who accepts any of those three things, just be warned. Starting January 1st, 2022, the government will be taxing you on anything over $600 related to business. Wait, this year? Mm-hmm. So just be careful, drug dealers. Wait, I've totally sent Venmo payments for like $750. Only if you receive it. Oh. And like friends like reimbursing you for like so shit that means wouldn't count. Send me your rent and two payments. That wouldn't be business. That'd be personal because it's leased under our personal names. Yeah. So usually it's a personal Venmo that someone's sending their drugs over. It's not a business Venmo. I know. So how are they going to go through everyone's personal over mm-hmm. $700? That's crazy. I I literally had 
that as Spencer, I paid for her fucking Airbnb for $2,200. Exactly. And then she Venmoed me like right away because her like card wasn't working. So it's like, well, I'm not, why should I get taxed on that? You, you won't be. I don't think you should be concerned about that. Okay. All right, guys. I think, I think. Wait, I didn't get to do mine. Oh. The G spot is located right behind my will to live. <laughs> They're directly correlated. <laughs> Yours have been so depressing. Uh, Emily, are you telling me something? We're going to have a call. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> after this. We do have to record a second episode, so we'll see. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Filthy Love fucking you guys. Stoners. Get high for us, please. Mwah. Hey girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. 